You see, I was searching for happiness in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not in some motel, hotel, holiday inn. No. It's in that little place I like to call the gin and juice room, man. Now, all y'all, please say it with me. Respect my heart. Y'all been so good to me. You see, baby, I don't do this just for the recognition. What's my name? Mr. Payne. What's my name? Mr. Payne. I love sex, though. I love, I love sex now. Ain't no secret now. Everybody know I like to fuck a little bit. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I, you know, I shit. I should be able to talk to y'all. That's what I like to do. Like to give me a little bit. Yeah, I like to give me a little bit. Who doesn't like to get a little bit? You know, every now and then. Or a lot, depending on where you fall on the spectrum of your needs and desires. Me, personally, I don't need a full plate. I'm more of a tapas kind of a girl. You know, a couple of small plates for me throughout the night. But this podcast is not about me. This is the Martin Show podcast. And we are back with a bang. A nice, hard bang. Not a gang bang, by the way. This podcast is not into that. But this episode is about sex. And, and love. It's about love, too. More specifically, Martin and Gina's love. Tisha Campbell and Martin Lawrence had such an organic chemistry on screen that it was the glue that held the show together. And their off-screen chemistry was also evident, especially in this 1994 interview with Conan O'Brien. Tisha Campbell is surprised by Martin on the show, and she talks about how she almost passed on playing Gina. She living two lives. She got the best of both worlds. I have a great boyfriend on screen, great boyfriend off screen, you know. I'm your husband. I'm your fiance. Fiance, yeah. Fiance. So you guys are engaged now. We are engaged now on What's TV. Now, is that thing going to come off? Is it really going to happen? Or are you oh, not saying? Yeah. I think we're going to make it happen. Uh, we just got to do it the right way. Right. But I didn't want to I didn't want to interrupt her time. No, uh-uh. you know He's going to be all staying my life. That's right. He's on this week on Saturday Live. You having a lot of fun? Oh, thank you, baby. No, I thank am. You. I'm so surprised. Thank you so Is much. Is she sweet? Is she good? <laughs> I love this man. Well, quickly, now, how did you two, how did you two get together? I mean, you guys met a while ago. Martin is not the first time. No, I used to come see Martin perform at comedy clubs mm-hmm. in, in South Central and in, in all over the place, actually, in L.A. Mm-hmm. And then um, we, we just so happened to get the same gig. We got House Party 1, mm-hmm. House Party 2. And then I called her and said, I'm doing the show, Martin. Could you come and be my woman? And she said, I don't know. I got a dramatic piece. And then I was crying, trying to audition other women. And then she called and said, wait a minute. God said I should do your thing. I think we need to all thank God for convincing Tisha Campbell to take the role of Gina Waters, as well as for Tashina Arnold. As I mentioned in my first podcast, Tashina Arnold and Tisha Campbell, they were roommates. And when Tashina Arnold tagged along with Tisha Campbell to audition, she read for Pam and the rest is history. One interesting fact that was mentioned in that interview was Martin hosting SNL, which he did. He hosted Saturday Night Live February the 19th. 1994 along with an amazing SNL cast including heavy hitters like Phil Hartman, Chris Farley, RIP to both of them, Mike Myers, Tim Meadows, David Spade, Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider. 
But what makes this episode go down in comedy infamy is that Martin's monologue got him banned for life from the show. Like banned for life, which is so amazing. I would find it a compliment. Martin was coming off of Deaf Comedy Jam, which aired on HBO. So to put him in front of a live studio audience on primetime television is just the biggest gamble that I guess SNL they regret, which to me is so ironic because on December the 13th, 1975, Richard Pryor hosted and they produced one of the edgiest SNL sketches of all time. The highly provocative word association sketch, which is dear to my heart, was performed by Pryor and Chevy Chase. And the hypocrisy of all of this is that banning Martin Lawrence for life is so bizarre when you think about the 1975 version of Lauren Michaels, who was fighting to get Richard Pryor on his show. I mean, he was fighting NBC executives, threatening to walk off the show, to take his show with him. Because they wouldn't let someone as unpredictable as Richard Pryor to host, which he ended up obviously hosting with a five second delay. So to go from embracing a label of being considered so edgy to finding a badge of honor to be denounced by Johnny Carson as crude, it boggles my mind that Lauren Michaels would ban Martin Lawrence. Now let's get into this episode, Whoop, There It Ain't. It's from season two, episode 14 of The Martin Show, and it debuted on Fox December the 12th, 1993. 93, the same year that the Atlanta-based group tag team released the song Whoop, There It Is, which peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. But this is not without controversy because a month before they released their song, A Miami-based group known as 95 South released their song, Woot, There It Is. And although 95 South's version only peaked at number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100, some argue that the origin of this song goes all the way back to the strip club. And at the end of the day, despite who you think is the true originator of this song, the common denominator of both versions is Atlanta. Both songs were recorded in Atlanta and both music videos were filmed in Atlanta. And just a little nostalgia for the top 10 songs of the summer, July 31st, 1993 on the Billboard Hot 100. Number one was Can't Help Falling in Love by UB40. Number two was Whoop There It Is by Tag Team. Number three was Weak by SWV. Number four was I'm Gonna Be by The Proclaimers. Number five was Slam by Onyx. Number six was That's the Way Love Goes by Janet Jackson. Number seven was Lately by Jodeci. Number eight was Show Me Love by Robin S. Number nine was Knocking the Boots, which is what this podcast is about. That was by H-Town. And then finally, I'll Never Get Over You by Expose. Now, this Martin episode opens up in Gina's apartment. She is hosting a party for her peers and her co-workers. And of course, her man, Martin, and his boys, Tommy and Cole, come to the party. And immediately, Martin is taken aback because Gina not only has on a dress, she has on the dress. Uh-huh. 
So although Gina pleased with Martin to contain himself, we all know that that's a lost cause. And as a result, some of the funniest physical comedy ensues. While Gina tries to mingle with her guests, Martin is doing pelvic gyrations all over the room. And then finally, after he slobs down a strawberry, Gina can't contain herself either. Martin, you have got to cut this out right baby, now. Baby, 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 what? Gina. Look, we'll only be gone five minutes. They won't even notice. You know what? I, I, could, I, I could use a little break. You mean it? Boy, don't back out on me now. I want my five minutes. No, no, no. Tonight I'm going for the record six. Uh, okay, cool. Spot right here. Okay, well, just flow it. Just roll and throw it. Boom, boom, boom. Roll with you. Go. Now, whether or not you like it for five minutes or five hours, Martin Lawrence talks about how you shouldn't brag about your sexual prowess in his stand-up. Brothers bragging on your dicks out there, stop it, bro. Stop bragging on your dicks. Stop it. I'm going to let the world know. I ain't packing. I don't give a fuck. I ain't got no big dick. I don't give a shit what you think about me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no big dick. I ain't packing. You know what I'm saying? I was not blessed with a big dick. You know what I'm saying? But, 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 but hey, 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 I work with what I have. That's what you got to tell them when you got a little dick and shit before you go in the room. Hey, 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 wait a minute, look. You're not into anyone hurting you, are you? Because that's not going to happen. Because I ain't going to lie, I ain't, I ain't no, I ain't, my dick ain't out here. I see brothers doing this shit all the time. My shit down in here, man. My shit ain't out there, you know what I'm saying? I got a short dick, a short, thick dick. Yeah, I'm a thick dick nigga. You know, I mean, I ain't got one of them long dicks, you know what I'm saying? I won't choke you, but you get a mouthful, you know what I'm saying? So as this scene opens up, Martin, Gina, Cole, Tommy, Pam, they're all still at Gina's apartment, but the party's over, and Pam decides to get on her soapbox about love versus sex. You know... You two really disgust me. I mean, ditching your own party for a quickie? Have <laughs> <laughs> you heard of Oh, baby, this is not you. Wait, 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 wait. We are in love. That's what people in love do for one another. That's right, girl. <laughs> Please, that was not love. That was sex. Pam, please don't start with that again. Damn! <laughs> what is the difference? Love, sex is all mixed up in there together. That's all. You know what I'm saying? She all confused about it. Excuse me, Martin. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, you do know the difference, don't you? Of course I know the difference, Gina. Come on now. We, we had a good night now. Don't stop that. Be quiet. What's the difference, Martin? <laughs> Are you 
trying to back me into a corner. Fine, fine, fine. You don't scare me. <laughs> you know? I'll tell you the difference. I'll break it down for you. Cole, tell me the difference. <laughs> love, love has four letters and um, sex is three. Tommy, <laughs> I mean, it's on you. Okay? Roll with it. Okay? Come on, man. I'll tell you what love is. Love, sharing. Caring, commitment. Preach on, Tommy. Love is two souls joined together as one. School your boys. Love is flowers for no reason. Love is, is telling her all the things she wants to hear. Until you get the draw. <laughs> Continues, Pam decides to put Martin and Gina to the test. Y'all are pitiful. Y'all disgusting. What about you, Pam? Whose body get the shivers whenever someone mentions the name Denzel? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Denzel. Uh-huh. Look at now, see? Is that love? No, that's sex. S-E-X, sex. You don't want to hug Denzel. You want to be all up in here with your with Denzel. Yes, you do. I do not, okay? I love that man. Right. Sure, you're right. Come on, baby. No, no, no. What Gina and I have is love. You're looking for that, aren't you? Please. Hmm. Love, please. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's see you go without sex for two weeks, and then we'll see how much love you talking about. Two weeks? <clears throat> two weeks. Two well, cool, cool. I'm cool with that. You know, that ain't nothing. <laughs> you know, I can do that. I mean, uh, Gina's the one who can't handle it. I'm telling you. The ones that dropped the shirt. <laughs> Gina's gonna be all over me. <laughs> and I just straight up. Excuse me, Mark. Yeah. I can go two weeks without sex. You're the one who can't. <laughs> see, see, see. Now you're getting ready to start no, showing no, off no, in front of them. Okay. Oh, okay. Two weeks is nothing. Okay, damn it. You then when do we start? When do we start? Starting midnight. Bam. Is that time right? Yes, it is. 11.55. Mm-hmm. 11.55. Everybody up! Get up! Get up! Get up! Get up! Get up! Get up! This next scene in the Martin episode opens up at the halfway point of their two-week bet. As day seven comes to an end, Martin and Gina are both laying in Martin's bed with their poker faces on, dressed in matching long sleeve thermal pajamas, but secretly wishing that the other one breaks. So Martin, yeah, yeah. what 
We got seven days to go. You think you can make it? <laughs> Please. Oh, <laughs> well, I can make it, Jenna. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm thinking about going another month. <laughs> you know? Right now, I'm in shape. I'm in control. I'm a man at peace, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know what you mean. Yeah. I've never felt so rested, so serene. <laughs> well, good you for know? you. <clears throat> As Gina turns on her side, she purposely puts her butt up on Martin. And Martin obviously secretly can't resist. Gina, you got the baby toe on me. Uh-huh, and part of your ass is on me. Okay? I guess I should move it. Uh, 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 unless you, uh, you giving in. And if you are, I can't understand. I mean, <laughs> me being so fine and all, you know what I mean? <laughs> No, I am not giving in. My foot just fell over there. It looks like you're the one who can't handle it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Please, all right? I can handle it, okay? Because you're always on this side. All I'm saying is stay on your side of the bed. Please, you know? <laughs> and what's that supposed to mean? I tell you what it means. No bed manners, okay? You go to sleep over there, you wake up, you're all up on me, okay? You got my head between a nightstand and a damn bed, all right? And you got me down here smelling old razors, okay? Excuse me. Please. Nah, enough is enough already. The only reason I'm on your side of the bed, Martin, is because you steal all the covers. Look, you got them all right now. I'm sitting up here freezing my butt off. Give me some covers. You know what? You know what? I will give you covers when you get back across the border. Head to the border. Head to the border. When Gina pulls the cover off of Martin, it is revealed that he has an ice pack sitting in between his nether regions. Because Martin and Gina have decided not to indulge in their sexual desires, they have resorted to pillow talk. But in Martin Lawrence's stand-up, he discusses the true meaning of when there's too much conversation in the bedroom. Motherfuckers like to talk and all that stuff. Women will, Richard Pryor once said, Richard Pryor once said, if your lady don't go to sleep, after you did some fucking, then you got some more fucking to do. Hell uh, yeah. Well, I guess I always had some fucking to do, because I can't pay a motherfucker to go to sleep. Up chit-chatting. Because women can chit-chat after you fuck, can't they? And so anyway, I was telling Shaniqua and them about that. Huh? And you try not to fall asleep on the ass, you like... Right, 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 right. You ain't even talking on the same subject they on. Right, right. I love Oreo cookies, you know? I ain't saying shit about no goddamn Oreo cookie. Wake your ass up. I'm sorry, what was you saying, baby? What was you saying? 
With only two more days left, Gina is struggling to not throw in the towel at Pam's apartment. Gina, 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 Martin is just as desperate to throw in the towel while his boys, Tommy and Cole, try to convince him to keep the lie alive. Tommy, I can't take it no more. Oh, it's, the ice ain't working, bro. It's making things numb down there. Yeah. Don't call it, Martin. Don't call it, Martin. Look, you can beat Gina Martin. Okay, yeah. look what? Call her now, you know what she's gonna think, huh? She's never gonna believe your love, but she's gonna think that all men want is sex, uh, which is true. But we gotta keep that lie alive, keep the lie alive. <laughs> but y'all don't know, man. Y'all, y'all don't know, man. All you gotta do is hold out one second longer than Gina, all right? All right, that's right. See, Cole's yeah, right. right. See, you right. got to get to her before she gets to you. Yeah, I am. Uh, uh, okay, I'm just, uh, uh, just trying to, you know what? Uh, 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 yeah. Y'all told me what I had to do. Now I know I gotta break her down. All right. You know what I'm saying? I got to make Gina want me. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's hey. what I'm here for. Hey, 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 wait, wait, remember. What? It's all on you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Get to my life! Get to my life! Get to my life! Get to my life! Celibacy has never been Martin and Gina's thing, but when each try to seduce the other, what follows is pure comedy gold. Preparing for Gina's impending arrival, Martin is setting the mood in his apartment while dressed in nothing more than a robe and his boxers. the upper hand martin closes his closet door does a little dance in the mirror in his robe as he prepares to open the door for gina convinced that she will break but unbeknownst to martin 
Gina has a little trick up her own sleeve, or shall I say her dress, because she's not wearing any old dress. She's wearing the dress. Completely thrown off by seeing Gina in the dress, Martin closes the door, starts doing push-ups, and then resorts to plan B, body oil. And he is literally air grinding his desk, asking Gina how his back looks. Gina is breaking before our very eyes. But when Martin turns around, she plays it cool. How's the back, Gina? I don't know, sorry. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I've been working out a little bit myself, too. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> Trying to do some things for me. Well, yeah, there's a thing, huh? And my, my calves are feeling kind of tight. Yeah. Could you massage them for me, Mark? Uh, uh, did you stretch? Yes, I, I did, but I don't think I stretched enough. Could you um, hook me up? Uh, oh. You want me to massage? Yeah. Mark? Yeah. Could you massage them for me? Sure. I, I got And just like Gina, Martin also nearly breaks in front of our very eyes, but quickly comes up with a smooth, hilarious recovery. Spotty, baby, all right? I got some Gillette's in the bathroom if you would like to get out, okay? 
Although Martin and Gina do refrain from sex for 12 whole days, they come to the realization that they cannot resist each other's love for sex. I'm gonna go ahead and watch me some TV because I'm straight. <clears throat> hey, that's fine. You know, that's what I came <clears throat> over here for anyway. <laughs> well, boom. <laughs> there it is, it's on. <clears throat> Yo, go to the left. <clears throat> Martin, hmm? what's wrong? Oh, no, no, I just look and see if it's stolen. Well, you know? <laughs> Excuse me, I got to get the remote. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. <laughs> 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 uh, baby, you got something on your neck. I think we've all been Martin or Gina once or twice, which is why their relationship is so relatable. I mean, we've all been there, right? A little bit of background information about this episode, Whoop There It Ain't. The director was Garen Keith, and you can go back to the first podcast and listen to all of his work. Our writer was Cheryl Holiday. She wrote our second podcast, Control, as well as our 10th podcast about Tommy's job entitled Get a Job. Now, you know what time it is. It's time for us to get to step it. So that's what we're going to do. A little bit of housekeeping before we go. I just want to thank all the subscribers that sent emails about Tommy's job. I got so many emails. And despite the number, there was a consensus that Tommy was a drug dealer. Sorry, Tommy. A few others thought the CIA or some kind of government job. I want to remind you to tell others to subscribe to the Martin Show podcast. Remember, you can email me at the Martin Show podcast at gmail.com. And remember, you can listen to this show on all platforms where podcasts are available. Now, before we say peace, in honor of Martin being banned on SNL for life, I decided to put together a compilation of Martin's greatest raw and uncut stand up about sex because even though it may be a hundred 
degrees in October. It ain't never too hot or never too cold, but fuck it, Have you ever been fucking so good, the girl turn around and give you a look, like she, you, you hitting the doggy style, right? And she turn around and give you this confused look on her face. But it's good to her, but she just had that look like she's confused. She turned around like this. <laughs> and you don't know what to say once again. Oh shit, you all right? Everything cool? Okay, well keep your eyes on the road. I'm driving back here. I got that. No, I'm handling that. That's where I'm at. I got that. <laughs> See, when you finish, man, I know a lot of brothers, we wonder, man, after women, because we want to know if you're happy, if you came, if you did, you know. We want to know. But don't ask them, man. Don't ask a woman if you came. Just go the fuck to sleep. Go right to sleep. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Go to sleep. And then in the morning, she tell you, you know what? You know I didn't come last night. <laughs> Why didn't you say something? No, I would have took care of you. I would have hooked you up. Well, shit, I'll be back from work in a couple of hours. I'll do you right then. But if you ask her right afterwards, did you come? No, I didn't. Now you got like this. All right, hold up. All right, let me get my shit back up. Come on, come on. Baby, lick me right here. Lick me right here. That's what... And you know when the woman wants more because <laughs> she don't want you to take the dick out. <laughs> she said, no, don't move, don't lay here, lay here, don't move. And you're like, baby, you feel the motherfucker going down? It's slipping out anyway. <laughs> the motherfucker just going, <laughs> it's coming out anyway, baby. But it's sad though, man, because you can die because of that shit today, man. Isn't it sad? You can't just be running around boning like you want to. <laughs> you stick your dick in something, you walk and pass out. Just walk and vanish like a mom. <laughs> motherfucker turn around. What the fuck he do? <laughs> but you know what? It's wild because you can get with a woman that you wanted for years, man. She laying in bed, titties kicking, pow. Ass plat, pow. Legs, thighs just chilling. Ready like, ah, oh, how are you? And you like, yeah, I'm going to tear this motherfucker. I'm going to tear this ass And then she cough and shit. <laughs> Look, just go to work. I'll call you. I'll call you tomorrow. I got to think about this shit, you know. But you got to use some condoms, man. You don't want, I know you don't want to use them. It's hard, man. You know, your shit hard. You know, it's hard to get up and look for a fucking condom, man. You can't find this shit, man. Your dick go down, it's hard. I know. But use them, man. I know the condoms cause you problems. They cut your hair and shit. You ever have them out? You roll them motherfuckers down, they cut your hair, and then you can't get the roll back to get the out your hair. So you want to just snatching them motherfucker, snatch a ball spot out your shit. You got a ball spot all up in here. A girl like this, uh-uh, what's the ball spot? What's the ball spot? What the fuck is the ball spot? You got the mains or something? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> you know? And then, if you want to use them condoms, take them motherfuckers off, man. Before you go to sleep, take them off. Just point, you know, before you fall asleep. Because your dick ain't the same size it was when you first put it on. 
That motherfucker just shriveled back in the air. You got this little ass dick at the end of the rubber and shit, chilling. Women snatched the motherfucker off, point. Boy, throw that away. What's wrong with you? Got a little moist dick chilling at the end of the rubber. But fuck that, man. If you a little dick motherfucker, you shouldn't even overplay your stroke. You ever overplay your stroke? Knowing if you a little dick motherfucker, you're supposed to be in one place right here, like this. Just, just one place. But sometimes this shit get good to us. We think we can do all this shit. <laughs> think we got room to play with and shit. <laughs> and us little dick motherfuckers always fall out and shit. <laughs> but we cover it up real quick. We like, damn, girl, you wet than a motherfucker. You wet as shit, girl. <laughs> and, then, and then we try to put it back in and hit the wrong hole. A sister tell you, ah, 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 that ain't it. That ain't it, motherfucker, that ain't it. Well, cut on the goddamn lights. Clap on, clap on, motherfucker. Clap them on. You ain't got to get up, I got clap on, clap it on. And there's some ugly dicks out there, too. I'm sure it's a couple of, huh? How do I know? Because I wasn't always circumcised, motherfucker. Shit, I got circumcised at like 14, so I know what it looks like for the dick not to be circumcised. You know, now I got my shit circumcised. Look good. I found out on the road trip. Ask your mother and my circumcised. Ask that bitch that. <laughs> Motherfucker, my dick is circumcised because I make it convenient for your moms. You know? Because a lot of times when she stop over my house, she on her way to work. And I don't want her to have to pull the skin back. I want her to get in, suck it, and get out. <laughs> 